Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 107, Buying an EV Requires Knowledge of Models, Specs, and Total Vehicle Costs, Including Insurance. Uh, this article, I, I, it is an article that was written by somebody else. I will be giving, uh, I'll give credit here in a moment. Uh, but it, it came across my desk and I thought, wow, this is really some good information. And uh, so we go from there. It was in uh, Motor Magazine, which is a, a automotive repair shop uh, trade magazine. It was written by Tim Spell, who, who uh, works for Insurance Quotes. He's an automotive analyst. Okay, but like I say, some good information. So let's get started. Um, EV insurance rates are steeper compared to conventional cars due to greater repair costs and the scarcity of EV repair shops. Uh, he's from Austin, Texas. A transition from conventional gas power to electric driven vehicles is occurring at a rapid pace, with auto manufacturers introducing battery electric vehicles, known as BEVs and plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, known as PHEVs, in most all model categories. Those feature plug-in charging and can travel in pure electric mode. PHEVs have a gas engine backup, but a shorter battery-powered range than all electric BEVs. EVs can be charged at home or more quickly at remote charging stations. Perceptions of electric vehicles as novel and impractical are diminishing with the arrival of more efficient, new-breed EVs. Growing consumer awareness is helping alleviate concerns about driving range, performance, and insurance costs. EVs are available with ranges that fit most owners' needs. Distances on a single charge generally increase with a vehicle's cost and are commonly run from roughly 100 to 400 miles. Most surprising is EV performance, with high-torque motors enabling acceleration from crisp and smooth to sub-2-second 0-60 mph times and 200-plus mph top speeds. Insurance rates generally are higher for an EV than a gas-powered vehicle. The price difference for insurance between electric cars and gas is, on average, $442 cheaper to insure a gas vehicle, reports Self Financial Incorporated. The average insurance cost for the average American driver for an electric, electric car in the U.S. is $1,674, with Michigan being the most expensive state of $3,128 and North Carolina being the cheapest at $1,038. The reason for steeper EV insurance rates is a higher price tag versus conventional cars, greater repair costs, and a scarcity of EV repair shops. A gas-powered 2021 Hyundai Kona, for instance, has a $20,500 base price, and its Kona electric counterpart is $37,390. Accidents requiring the replacement of a damaged battery are, are a significant cost factor. Replacing a battery pack costs $5,500 on average. Some can run $16,000 plus, said Jill Trotta, a repair pal, in the Consumer Reports article. Or... Roughly the same as an engine replacement in a mid-range gasoline vehicle. 
A lack of aftermarket parts, resulting in the use of more expensive original equipment parts and specialized tools needed to work on EVs, as well as costly to repair, replace complex electronic parts and aluminum components on some EVs, also contribute to higher repair expenses. On the upside, with rapidly increasing competition and technology advancements, parts and battery costs are steadily declining. As with gas engine automobiles, EV insurance costs vary with demographics. States with greater population densities have a higher rates because more cars on the road increase the probability of accidents. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's also a variance in minimum liability requirements from state to state, and states with loftier costs of living tend to have higher rates. Age, gender, and marital status also factor into insurance rates. Young drivers are involved in more accidents than older drivers, men cause more accidents than women, and there's a lower number of accidents among married people. How to Reduce Insurance Costs In an article by Brian O'Connell in Fox Business, four tips are offered to reduce insurance costs. As quoted, Focus on electric car-based insurance that rewards green driving. To support and reward the electrification of transportation, several insurance companies have developed discounts and policies designed specifically for electric vehicle drivers. Shop around for insurance rates and get insurance quotes. There isn't a single auto insurance company that offers the cheapest electric car insurance to all its customers. Work with your existing car insurance provider. Contact a company that covers your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance first. It will most likely give you the best rate. And finally, factor in insurance to your total electric car costs, along with monthly payment and maintenance costs. Maintenance costs are significantly lower on an EV than a gas-powered vehicle. Pure electric vehicles, which have fewer moving parts, need less maintenance and generally cost less to repair than the average gas-powered vehicle said Benjamin Preston in a Consumer Reports article. Switching from a traditional gasoline-powered car to an electric one can be a great way to save money over the life of the vehicle. Lower fueling costs, plus reduced emissions, combined with lower maintenance and repair costs can offset the purchase price. Tax Credit Advantage Another factor to consider when weighing the cost of an EV versus a gas-powered vehicle is government incentives. Federal tax credits of up to $7,500 and other state and local incentives may help reduce costs. Government incentives vary per state, from nothing to almost $700 in some areas, but there are electric vehicle subsidies to be found if you look hard enough, reports Self Financial Incorporated. Sticker price and range comparisons. Since many of the EV offerings are new and there hasn't been enough data collected to reveal technical problems that crop up with vehicle age, shopping established long-term players can help instill buying confidence. Tesla is the world's leading EV manufacturer and taking into consideration price, autonomous capability, and technological and luxury appointments, its all-electric Model 3 sedan is a list topper. With a starting price of $37,990, the Model 3 is offered in configurations capable of going from 0 to 60 miles per hour in 3.1 seconds and achieving a range of up to 353 miles. Its Tesla siblings are also, also are solid choices. The Model Y, which is $41,990 and has a 326 mile range, 
the Model S, which is $69,420 and has a 402-mile range, and the Model X, which is $79,990 and has a 371-mile range. Toyota Prius hybrids have been on the market for more than two decades, and Toyota offers the Prius Prime plug-in hybrid at a $28,220 base price. While its fuel electric range is only about 25 miles, teamed with its gas engine counterpart, it can travel in hybrid mode up to 640 miles. Nissan launched its all-electric LEAF hatchback about a decade ago, and it earned the title of the world's first mass-marketed EV. For 2021, the LEAF has a sleeker profile and a greater performance and range. Base priced at $31,620, it travels up to 226 miles on a single charge. Other well-regarded BEVs base priced in the 30,000s are the Chevrolet Bolt, which is $36,620 with a 250-mile range, Hyundai Kona Electric, which is $37,390 and has a 258-mile range, the Kia Nero EV Crossover SUV, which has a $39,090, that's for the 2020 model, and a 239-mile range, and the Volkswagen ID.4, which is $39,995 and has a 250-mile range. Pricier BEVs frequently appearing on the Best of 2021 list include the BMW i3, which is $44,450 with 200-mile range, the Audi e-tron, which is $65,900 and has a 222-mile range, the Jaguar I-Pace, which is $69,850 and has a 234-mile range, and the Porsche Taycan 4S, which is $103,800 and has a 227-mile range. Note that base pricing and top ranges of the aforementioned EVs are listed, and price range may vary with model configurations. EV buzz is being generated by Newbie's Ford Mustang Mach-E SUV crossover and GMC Hummer EV Supertruck. The Mach-E has a $42,895 starting price and, depending on the model, zips from 0 to 60 miles per hour from 3.5 to 5 seconds and has a range up to 300 miles. The Hummer EV, priced at $112,595 for the first edition model, has a three-motor E four-wheel drive system that propels it across rugged terrain. GMC estimates its range at 350 plus miles. An announcement that should help push EV appeal into the mainstream is the 2022 model year appearance of an all-electric version of the Ford F-150 pickup, the best-selling U.S. model. Adding consumer favorites such as the F-150 to the lineup sends a strong message that auto manufacturers are making serious commitments to EV production. A high-stakes gamble on the coming of a large-scale consumer awakening to the benefits of electrified transportation. So, that's the end of that one. Um, a lot of stuff there, a lot of facts and figures. Um, obviously, in some respects, operating an EV vehicle uh, can be more expensive, as the, uh, as the fellow mentioned in the article. There are some things that can end up being less expensive than the comparable gasoline-powered uh, normal uh, vehicle and there's going to be other places where obviously you're going to save money but you know the biggest thing that's going to change really is as the technology especially the battery technology changes over time they are going to become less expensive which obviously decreases the total operating cost of the vehicles so 
but don't you know it's interesting that uh, for a lot of time a lot of period here time that a lot of people were talking about and advertising you know zero emissions well even if you have a plug-in electric vehicle okay or pure a purely electric vehicle that has to be plugged in to charge that electricity has to come from somewhere okay so don't kid yourself uh, still in this country, in the U.S., over half of all electric generating plants are coal-fired. Now, that's getting less and less over time, okay? But zero emission, I'm sorry, okay? Uh, unless that electricity came from a hydroelectric power generating plant or wind or solar, um, it's not zero emission. Uh, it got to the point here recently where the, even the manufacturers and the advertising people are re realizing, well, that's not really right. So now it's called near zero emission, okay? You know, it's all in the wording, right? So anyway, uh, but yeah, so hopefully some good information for you. Maybe uh, by taking different things in consideration, if you're contemplating buying, a, you know, a BEV or a PHEV or an HEV, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, you'll find something that suits what it is you're looking for. And, um, you know, understand I, I've done a uh, previous podcast talking about specifically battery technology for electric vehicles. And again, there's a lot of pollution created to, uh, to make batteries. There's a lot of pollution created to make uh, solar cells for that matter, too. So yeah, there's no free lunch. OK, um, there may be a benefit in one area, but there's also potentially uh, uh, not such a good situation in another area. So. Um, you know, it's up to you as a consumer if you want to research <clears throat> research these different things and make a, de a buying decision that's right for you. But uh, don't kid yourself. Um, you know, there there is definitely always pollution created in some kind or another to bring anything to uh, to uh, any product to market. So that's about it for this one. Uh, I hope you got something out of it. Um, as usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. And uh, if you want to check out my shop website, it's Brad's Motor Works. I'm in Newbury Park, California. And uh, hope you got something out of it. And again, um, appreciate if you want to become a Patreon member and uh, support the podcast. Um, uh, that would certainly, certainly is voluntary, but it does open up some bot podcasts for you that you could definitely, if you apply the information, it'll save you some money and hopefully some frustration in your car ownership experience. So appreciate you listening. Appreciate your time. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.